like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host... Hello and welcome to Shift Happens. I am always excited to be here because we truly every week do our best to bring something to the table that will literally make shift happen in your life. And right now during this time, we are going through a time that most people have not gone through before with this pandemic going on and talk about having the carpet ripped out from underneath you. It's um, everybody is working on getting adjusted to what's happening. How do we do our lives now? What kinds of things do we need? How do we make our life work? And, and it truly is, we can go either way. We can go ahead and take a deep dive into despair and fear and worry, which uh, many people do. And this is where we come in because that doesn't take us anywhere other than uh, into the deep, dark abyss. And when we panic and are in fear, everything gets worse. Our health gets worse. Our you know, Everything gets worse. We don't want to even go there. So this is why we're here because this is also a time when we look at an opportunity to reinvent ourselves and to really find some ways that we can uh, restructure our lives in a way that maybe is going to actually end up becoming way better for us. Maybe this is a time and a place where all things that aren't working are disintegrating and we can rebuild something that's way better. And today I have with me my co-host, Ida Serena Lee, who's going to introduce our amazing guest, Paula Hinn, all the way from England. So Ida, take it away. Yes, so my name is Ida, like you heard before, I'm your biohacking coach. And today I want to introduce you to Miss Paula Hinn. She's coming all the way from London, England. Paula is a rapid transformation therapist. Her intention is to serve the transformation needs of as many people as possible. She works in healthcare, transforming thousands of people's health, helping individuals achieve weight loss or gain goals, sports, nutrition, I have training with Achieve Today Global. All right. Aida's internet is slightly unstable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you can see she is wonderful. And she's trying to help people achieve their goals. Today to talk us about a little bit about how to transform our mindset in a better time than this. Right now that we are going through so many things, this is the time for us to transform our mindset, to get a more positive outcome of this situation. And that's why she's here today. So take it away, Miss Paula. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much for allowing me to come along today and to get this message out because for me this is what my whole life has been about. Um, You know, there's no lockdown on our dreams. There might be lockdown on some other things, but behind closed doors, we have a chance to plan our absolute best future. And, you know, we can, like you said, you can choose to look, you, you, you know, what we focus on, we get more of. So we can choose to look at the things that we don't want more of. And the more energy spent there, the more of that, you know, comes to us. So uh, we have this chance to say before COVID, what was really not working in our lives and other people's lives and the systems, what what could be better? You know, it wasn't perfect. Um, And so that's a time to really use our really strong intentions for the world to say, how do we want it in our personal lives, for our families? And we've got this amazing chance to recreate the new, how we want it. Yes, I love this. And, and so, Paula, 
Uh, you have, and I, I don't know if we uh, kind of lost Ida a little bit on the internet there, uh, because you uh, use a very particular, you're trained in a very particular type of therapy called rapid transformational therapy. Can you t- tell us a little bit about that? What is that all about and how does it work? So I trained with Marissa Peer at the London School of uh, RTT Therapy and she does that all over the world um, in Los Angeles and Sydney and London. Uh, The RTT technique is so amazing and and the reason I came to that was because um, I've always been interested in transformation my whole life. Um, As a child of five, I knew that if I was having a bad time, I could go in the library, pick up a book open it at the page and change my perspective entirely. So I've always known as a child and throughout my work as a dietitian that I was actually transforming lives with the nutrition that I was doing. When I came to therapy, it was like I had just found the gold that I had looked for my whole life <laughs> um, to, to be able to... Um, because what RTT does, it actually goes into the root of people's problems. It's like a weed. You know, we've got these weeds in our minds. In fact, Horace Walpole from the 1700s said if people are not mindful to tend to the weeds of their mind, you know, they're going to grow a garden of what they really don't want. So, um, you know, all those years ago, people knew that we, we had to be careful what we thought about. So we have these weeds of the mind um, that are sort of overgrowing our garden of possibilities and there you can call them paradigms you know it's like when people were uh, born as a child the set of circumstances the family they were born into the events that happened around them between the ages of zero and seven they're like sponges they take everything in and they make beliefs the four common ones I'm not good enough I'm not worthy I'm not significant I'm not connected I don't matter here you know those sort of beliefs and what RTT therapy, that, and that, sorry, that plays out in life in very unhelpful ways and um, patterns in life. So what RTT therapy does that's so amazing is, and this is why it is the treasure, is you, you go in, you in a very light hypnotic state, you find those weeds and you um, we take no power from anyone. People actually find their own weeds, if the truth be told. They, in the light hypnosis, the memories come up, they recall the scenes, they say, this is what happened, this is what belief I made about myself when this happened. And it's like a good archaeologist, you know, you, you dig for the treasure, you um, you piece it together. So they put the pieces together and say, oh, I believe I'm not good enough, you know, and they come up with the belief. The root of all addictions, I'm not connected, you know, so I, you know, I don't, and I'm not significant here. So they come up with what it is and they realise that this belief was not theirs. So we do something in the technique called that's not me. So we go back in the scenes and we say, you know, okay, you're now this woman of this age or this man of this age. Tell, you know, say why this is not you. And they say, this is not me because I'm a wise woman now, or this is not me because I'm a powerful man now. And this was the belief of my mother or my sibling or my teacher. They didn't feel they were good enough. The most critical people criticize others. So, but they were so young, they didn't know that it wasn't their belief. And now this belief plays out in their whole life. They believe they're not worthy of the love. They're not, you know, they don't feel good enough for the job, whatever it is, and the pattern plays out. So we rewire that pattern. And it's, again, the goal of it is the person comes up with their, what they want. So from that's not me, it's like I'm powerful, I am good enough, I'm lovable, I always have been, I always will be, I'm significant, you know, I've got a purpose here, it's really important and I want to live it out, you know, and I rewire back in with a recording, usually only 10 minutes or so, um, that new belief system. Mm. There's a step there where we actually smash and shatter weights that people love this and yeah. um, old beliefs, you know, so after we've done that's not me because we say now we're shatter, smash away those old scenes. You can't get them back just like the water in the shower this morning. You can't go back and collect it. So 
their old beliefs are gone. And then just like the archaeologists, you're now sort of piecing together, oh, this is what's happened. And the treasure is there at the end because they have this new belief system that this is me. I'm powerful. I'm, you know, I call it Selma. I'm significant. I'm enough. I'm lovable. I matter. And I'm awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. And they just listen to that for 30 days and... Yeah, then the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Miss Paula, do you think that the reason why people don't success in don't get any success in any any coaching program when it comes to nutrition or any health issues is because they don't go into the root of the of the cause in their yeah. mind? Because mm-hmm. sometimes they make strife and they change, but as soon as the coaching program finish, you know, they don't they go back to their old self. And everything yeah. that they uh put ahead in their life they just sabotage. Yep. That's a really good point. You know, why do people repeat patterns? And it is because they haven't pulled the root out and, you know, you really need to get in there and uncover it. So weight loss can actually be protection issues. Um, you know, so there's, it's around them for protection for a particular reason. So sometimes when, when we uncover what that is and then that goes away, the weight can come off. And sometimes we have to negotiate with the part of the mind that doesn't want to let go. (laughs) So um, it might be that, you know, we say, okay, which, how much of your mind is ready to let go? And someone will tell me, I'll do it for my my family, you know, uh, if it makes them feel better. And then we say, but it's actually for you. And they say, well, for me, 0%, I don't really want to let go of it. And we have to negotiate. And sometimes the part of the person that's holding on to that old belief system will allow a renegotiation process and it'll become the cheerleader which is brilliant so it'll say okay I'll you know before I was the saboteur and I would stop you from losing weight because you needed protection and I really felt I was doing something useful and protecting you and I still have to have a role so I'll I'll be your cheerleader um, so there, yeah. But you're right. The pa- whenever I get a new client to, to co- who comes through, and I, you know, the, I'll say, if I had a magic wand and this was it, you know, what do you want to do? What's the pattern in in your life that's repeating? That just, you know, um, it's not new. And we have lots of different sort of experiences in our life. But after a certain age, it's just, um, you know, it's re- repetition. Uh, so it's not the first time it's happened. It's a repetition with a job or, um, you know, with a spouse, things like that. So it's Money. Just, yeah, just just coming up to be cleared, really. Nobody's fault, no blame, no shame. It's just, it's a pattern and it's just come to be cleared. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've come up with, a, a term that people really, uh, people in, in our field, they like to diagnose with all different kinds of things. To me, I've come up with a new thing. Everybody's emotionally constipated. So we just need to do this work that <laughs> you and I are doing. And and then most, 95% probably people are going to be just fine. <laughs> Absolutely. They've got everything within them. And in fact, yeah. when they do come along, it's like, I'm, I'm done with this. I want yeah. this to go. You know, this is, it could be in sport. It could be someone where they say, I am training as hard as the other people I'm putting everything in I'm putting more than the other people I don't know what it is and quite often it's you know someone in their family said you'll never be good enough or those words are locked down in the body and we can find that so yeah and many times also it wasn't necessarily said spoken in specific words and it's intergenerational it was passed down from one generation to another to another so it's so like gridlocked yes yeah i mean we're we're probably clearing clearing lineages backwards uh you know um but also i think that um forwards because for people who have children you know when they change and if we if just one person changes the ripple effect is enormous so I think it's really valuable, even one person in the family having this. Um, the technique is so useful because it is like lifting a whole paradigm out. You know, when we say the child is zero to seven, um, if you take them from one country to another, they're fluent in the language of the other country, you know, within a very short time. Um, so we've got all this rapid neurological patterning going on. Um, so there's this sort of formed pattern probably from about the age of seven quite you know can be tricky to change but we can lift 
whole paradigms out that were created at that age with this technique, which is amazing because it creates, you know, it's like um, new neural pathways start. So 40 to 60 percent is is been what's quoted as how much of our brain we actually use. Um, so the repetitive patterns and the way they play out in the day-to-day limits what we can achieve. But by that one spark, suddenly now all these neural pa- new neural pathways are start up and people, it's great to watch uh, yeah. and to experience that transformation. Absolutely. Ms. Paula, do you think that nowadays, especially with kids, that they are in the computer, they are in the PlayStations, they are... So they put in so many other things that they're not even having conversations with their parents anymore. You know, it's just the technology and everything that are filling their mind. Do you think that also affects the way that they behave later on in life? It's information overload. And I think it's about making sense of the, making cho- sensible choices of what we put in our brain. You know, um, most of the time, most of us are not really thinking we're not using our brain to think we're not using the conscious part so we've got the the subconscious which is huge you know 11 million bits of information in there that at any time just come up and say oh this situation has happened it means this about us you know and then we're now in the feeling state of it and then we're in the attracting more of that to ourselves state so it's like how do you stop that And the way to stop that is to be more in the conscious mind, so more alert, to breathe. Breathing is extremely important. Um, I just watched Wim Hof lately with his breathing Uh, techniques for in the morning. And just, you know, because those those deep breathing techniques alkalize the bloodstream and allow more oxygen into the body. And then it floods the the brain with this oxygen that actually gets us more connected to our you know our brain and our body and our heart become much more connected and so breathing is really important and then you know focusing time on what really matters so um, if we have a goal you know where we want to be in a state where I love Eckhart Tolle who says you know you've got this state of um, okay I'm doing something I'm not really enjoying I'm going to call that um, you know sort of being this or just make the most of that make something valuable out of that but but not to resist it. Then you've got your sort of enthusiasm and your uh, your next stages where you're working towards the goal, and you know all of your mind focuses on that. So essentially, we've got these times when we're in enjoyment, we're in enthusiasm, and then we're in this state of acceptance, which is I'm doing this thing, but you know I don't have to rush to get to the next thing. I don't have to to be there to be happy. I can be happy doing the dishes or whatever it is. So, yeah, um, it's about, you know, using that time wisely for children and adults, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we have to talk a little bit more about this in the next segment. But for now, we're yeah. going to have to roll out with a couple of messages. And while we're on, I love how, Paula, you just totally beautifully segued into the breathing because I have started, we're halfway through now, a 30-day meditation challenge because of these times here, a way to help people get grounded and get quiet and get into this breathing pattern so we can get that oxygen to ourselves and, and our body. Every evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can go to Insights Counseling Center um, Facebook page or the YouTube channel and uh, meditate with us. The more we are, the more powerful it gets. But we will be right back with Paula Hinn and Ida Serena Lee after these few messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. 
Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to shift happens with Karin weary do you have a question or comment about today's program if so we'd love to hear from you call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to Karin w at insightscounselingcenter.com remember that Karin is spelled k-a-r-i-n now, back to Shift Happens. Hello again, and thank you for tuning in and for hanging in there through those messages. We are here at Shift Happens, and I am Karen Weary, and we are today talking about something that is so incredibly powerful, and that is our mindset and how it gets put together, how that foundation is created, and what can we do to make a shift happen in that uh, mindset and that foundation that really can allow us to just explode into the life of possibilities. And that really is what Shift Happens is all about. Today, we have my co-host, Ida Sabina Lee, our biohacking queen, and uh, rapid transformational therapist, Paula Hen from England. So, Miss Paula, I have a question for you. Now that we're coming back, you know, now that we have the, this quarantine happening right now, we're spending a lot of time with our children and we're spending a lot of time at home with our families. So how can us as parents contribute, you know, to better their mindset so they can have better outcomes? Because, you know, people don't understand the power of the mind. They don't, you know, me as a health coach and I'm more into, into the physical health you know, of, of the person, but they don't know how the mind is talking to yourselves. And that's what promote the diseases that we have nowadays and that is starting young in age now. So how can parents, what techniques do you have that parents can do now, what they can do now, you know, to not to scare the children, to make sure that they uh, give them a positive outlook in life, a positive mindset. What can we do as parents? I believe we're such important role models for the parents and they learn more by what they watch than by what we say. And so I think um, our routine is really important at this time because what happens is the adults can spin out and the children come, they they see that. And I think it's our responsibility in a lot of ways is just to keep that focus, that centre for ourselves. Um, I've learned a lot from Anita Murjani from her near-death experience, um, you know, from many years ago, reading our book, um, Dying, Dying to Be Me. And that book was actually about um, what she realised that was important after her NDE. And, you know, her children could be, having an argument on the opposite side of the house and she would read a book because she realised that her inner calm was actually the most important thing. So I think our inner calm radiates out. It's a really important 
uh, technique to use is to be able to calm and center yourself no matter what is going on with the children you know um, so worrying about them sort of brings more worrying so I think it's important to you know to find that inner peace and inner calm and to find a routine so we've come out of our routines very much from school and everything else and you know one other thing I just want to say in case I forget please don't feel guilty anyone about what's you know about what you can and can't achieve at this time these are extremely unusual circumstances so not feeling guilt not feeling shame or blame or anything like that this is about um create inner peace um so yeah the, the most important thing is routine so it's about you know the body are you quite right Aida the body and the mind are so highly connected you know if we can exercise we're less likely to become depressed it's really important for our um, hormones and um, it's important for the children's as well and it's like make it fun as fun as possible you know I go back to old family games or you know outdoor games that you can do in the driveway and um, in the garden, you know, just simple things, get them to come up with the ideas and um, get them to use their creative mind as much as possible because we know that curriculum sort of drums in a certain type of way of teaching and many of us have, you know, different feelings about how we would like to educate our children. If we can use the skills they've got that they show huge potential in and and allow that to expand you know allow them to be really interested in the thing they're really interested in if it's drumming if it's an instrument if it's a language and we've got more opportunity to do that and to focus on those things so to choose a new skill um a new instrument or um you know anything that creates that feeling of of happiness inside yeah and then it'll happen on the outside yeah, and it sounds very much like uh, the the Montessori method, you know, allowing kids to be interested and explore that interest, you know, and really allow them, you know, that is our, our own innate love of learning that many times in traditional schooling gets squashed. <laughs> so you have an opportunity to really expand it. And when, especially when you explore, uh, you know, um, expose your kids to these different things because they have to be exposed to it. So if all they're ever getting is screen time, then they're never getting exposed to anything else. So, yeah, I think, and I love how you were talking about keeping your own inner calm. Yes, yeah, mm. I love it. I mean, Anita's work was so profound because she said that, you know, the her, their whole life was... Um, a bit firefighting, go from one thing to the next thing to, you know, and um, the, I guess if, if I was to ask someone this question, you know, if I say, if I could give you in this hand inner peace for the rest of your life and contentment, or I could give you an object or something that you think that you really want that's going to bring that in the short term, which would you rather have? And most people want the feeling of contentment and inner peace, and it comes from within it's an inside job and then it shows itself on the outside and it's about making an instrument of your piece or you know um whatever you want you give you know not to get but to just to give so um when when you can uh, have that feeling then the other things will fall into place so it's not about everything will fall into place and then i can have peace it's about right. i intend for peace now and then everything's going to fall into place yeah. Yes. Miss Paula, yeah, don't we like have to be don't we have to be intentional about our inner peace? It's not something that's just gonna come without us doing anything about it. So we have to be intentional, is that right? Yes, I love that you said that, Asia, because it is it's about intention for inner peace and it you know the, the RTT technique, what's so good about it is the things that go round in circles are where people have not been able to get out of that pattern and they can't find peace because they've got belief systems that they want to crack open and, you know, they want to be in their new paradigm and uh, they're ready. So, but yeah, it's my intention for everyone, every client is always a sense of inner peace. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and when you were talking about how the, those messages are so subtle, I remember a perfect example is when my son, he was just an infant and we were flying and we were, I was looking at him, we were smiling at each other and then there was some turbulence and I just saw in one second, his, his, just his face, he stopped smiling. He was looking at my face to see what my reaction was. And then when I kept smiling to him, because I knew if I looked like I was scared, then he was going to get scared 
it's that subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. With with children, it is they watch and they learn more from what they see, and they form belief systems about this not being good enough, and you know they just want attention and affection. Two things: if children get attention and affection, they're sorted. Um, you know, for their whole life, because <laughs> that's you know at that age, it's, it's a lot more simple than than we feel. We have to provide all of these other things. We just need attention and affection. Yeah. And you've got the um, what's really interesting about that is you've got the um, you know the roles in the family. So firstborn is an achiever. They first baby. They don't need to do anything. They get all the attention and affection. Uh-huh. But then they kind of need that to feel satisfied as well. So that can sort of have its interesting moments. Then you've got the next children, which play one of the the various other roles. You've got the rebel. <laughs> so my brother used to jump out of windows, and if he's oh, watching, will verify this. So just not very high windows, but he this is what he did to to uh, not have not be kept in in the evening. He wanted to go out and play. Um, then you've got the carer. Um, who looks after the family and looks after everyone because the role of the achiever is gone. So the other children have to pick one of the others. And it'd be interesting to think of your own family yourself. And you know, and, and we only do these roles until we no longer have to do that or won't wish to do that. And then you've got the sick child who knows that every time they get sick, they get pampered, they get you know whatever they want. And it's a natural thing that children will choose one of the roles, you know, whichever one is available to them. It's not like they say, I decide I'm going to be sick all the time just to get attention. It's not even uh, conscious right. as a choice. It's usually an unconscious choice. Right. Um, but now we all get the chance to be the achiever. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And as parents, being aware of it, we can... Uh, pay attention or not pay attention to those different behaviors, whether we want to, fo- you know, have it expand or squash it. <laughs> this is true. I mean, if they get the attention, you know, yep. if they get the attention anyway, so if you if you can give them that attention that they want before they have to do anything yes. and give them that affection, it's, it's sorted. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, and this is interesting as adults, you know, you quite often, so as part of the assessment, I usually say what's, you know, I, I'll go through family history, any problems in the family, um, you know, any medications, anything that people want to, to discuss in terms of their medical history, and then the order they were born in the family. And often that will come into the session, which is great, because you it really is breaking the whole paradigm of, who people thought they were and, and their unlimited potential. And that can be serving coffee. You know, if someone puts their whole heart and soul and they into this job and they thrive on being a you know a barista, it's amazing. You know, they, everyone has a, a role here to play, uh, no matter what it doesn't have to look like, you know, any particular job. It's just what what gives them such joy. Yeah. 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 Ms. Paula, have you ever had a client that when you go and deep into their subconscious, they things are come up that they didn't even remember that happened in their life? Oh, I love the question, Aisa. That that is exactly what happens. So when people come and they say, I don't know what's going on. I've, you know, this is the third time this has happened. And um, and I'll, you know, I, I usually do a 15-minute discovery call and I, I, I'll usually say, um, because they'll say, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And I always say your powerful mind knows exactly what it is because under a very light hypnosis, um, which only takes a matter of minutes, um, people will go straight to the root and find exactly what it is. And then after the session, they'll say, I can't can't believe that I was able to find that memory. I, I had locked it away. It was on lockdown. It was so painful. Sometimes in the session they'll cry a lot, or they'll they'll you know they'll shout out, or you know they'll shout out, and then that's not me because, um, they really have to get it out. We might dialogue with the hurter so that we can you know they can say to that person it doesn't affect the person that they're talking to, but they can say to them and get things out of their system. So yeah, often they've gotten, and I I don't know what's going to come up. They don't know what's going to come up. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting. And what role on forgiveness played in all this? Oh, I love that you asked that question. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, 
you know, forgiveness really holds people so so much, you know, holds people so much back in their life. Um, I love the words of Wayne Dyer. I could never claim these as my own, but um, the best advice that, and I often will say this to people, you know, is if you can, is to surround the person with light, to um, to wish them well in all that they do, if, if it's possible. It's not always possible to do that, and that's fine. Um, but I, you know, being able to do that gets the poison out of the system because the person who did whatever they did is not carrying the poison around in them. The person who they caused the, the troubles to is carrying that. So surround them with, with love and light and, and their best life because I know this sounds awful, but to all intents and purposes, everyone who's played a part in all of our lives actually made us who we are now and we're proud of who we are now. So without those things, you know, we can we can pray in caves and we can, you know, become enlightened or we can have these sort of moments where we get our hearts broken and then they grow back stronger and, we, you know, we get much more clear on who we are. And, you know, hopefully now we can just break our paradigm. We don't need to attract any more of that stuff. <laughs> exactly. um, <laughs> we're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I do find as powerful as forgiveness is that sometimes people believe that they have forgiven and maybe it's a little preliminary where they haven't quite done their other work, such as something like RTT can do in EMDR and whatever kind of other, because once that's been done, forgiveness almost comes automatically. Don't you find, Paula? Yeah. So within, with the RTT technique, um, people, when they often when they're faced with the person, they just say, you did this, you did that, but I forgive you. And mm-hmm. they, they do say it in the session. They want, they want to just, they want to realize that this person may have been unconscious about what they did. They, things happened in their life. It made them behave in a certain way. Yep. So when you dialogue with the hurter, that really comes up. You know, you, we do a, a, a role play where I'll be the hurter and they can say things to me. And then I'll say to them, if it's safe to do this in a session, I'll say to them, okay, now you be the hurter and I'll ask you the question, why did you do that? And the, the hurter will say, I, I don't know. And you say, well, you, you must know because it was really hurtful and it, it made me feel this way. And they say, I don't know. I never, I just never really thought about it. And that is the magic you're looking for because quite often people do things unconsciously. They have no idea what they've said, um, but you know, it really hurts the person that they've said it to. And um, and I think that's why in that session, forgiveness is so powerful because it's done from a really, and in the subconscious, the subconscious is able to forgive the part we can't see and we can't hear. And, you know, a lot of the time we don't feel. Yeah. 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 So you and you just brought something up that I would like to talk about in the next segment, but we do have to roll out with a few messages uh, before. So we're going to keep you on a on a cliffhanger here um, where we're talking about something that is so powerful, which is our mindset and where it comes from. So with that, we can change everything. And so this is why we're so happy to be have uh, Paula Hinn here with us to help us shine the light on that aspect. Now, we are, uh, once again, we're going to roll out with a couple of messages. You definitely want to hang in there for the last segment where we're going to dive a little deeper into how do we change the mindset and move into the realm of possibility. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. We got the power to change the world. 
Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are here and we are rocking it out as if you were here to watch us, you would see us dancing and moving and having a party because that's how we roll here at Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary with my amazing biohacking queen uh, co-host Ida Serena Lee and our mindset queen Paula Hinn from England. So we are back and we are going to be talking about as you got to hear we thought we were off on commercial time so you got a a little bit of our in-between live how we work things uh, uh, show on how what we're going to talk about next. So we wanted to talk a little bit about what do people do so because you know mindset is easy enough when times are are normal you know we got we got a job we got things going the way we always are used to so it's it's all good and well but now for many people uh, there are a lot of people who lost their jobs um you know couples are home and maybe they're driving each other a little nuts because they're worried about their finances and, and all that so Paula, what would you say are some um, some tips that people can do who are in those situations and they're, they're in this financial distress and everything else? So I actually just uh, completed Mary, Morris's dream, Mary Morris's Dream Builder course. And on the Dream Builder course, one of the techniques that she teaches is um, to make an appointment with worry. Mm. because worry is uh, something that can just completely take over and you know and then the mind is not free to make rational decisions so it's not, it's like saying you know within 40 well say 72 hours between now and in 72 hours time and she told the story about her husband who lost his job and they made a plan you know that they would anytime the worries came up they'd say oh, we have an appointment friday at 12 p.m we will discuss it then so it's like telling giving the instruction to mind it is going to be you know if we haven't found a solution by 72 hours time we'll sit down and face this worry head on but between now and then all the all the effort is going to be made on can do um, and so, I mean, I, I can tell another story very similar. I mean, he did get a good job. Sorry, the, the upshot of that was he uh, got another job closer to home, no commute, much higher salary, job much wow. more satisfying than what he wanted, you know, he originally had. So yeah. he got a better situation out of that. And it's just a really good example how worry can take over. And it's not necessary um, to, I mean, it feels necessary because we're looking at the reality. But by looking at the reality, we create more worry and energy and feeling where we can access what we need to make the, the good choices. So, sorry, you, sorry, Karen, I can see you with your microphone. <laughs> I was going to say Mike Dilley, um, another of my favourites, he um, talks about vision boards where you just put on your board wealth and go general when you can't get specific. Thank you for wealth and abundance, you know, um, fitness and health, um, 
the other things on there. I think it's rocking relationship if that happens to be something that's gone. Um, you know, the, the things that the things that matter but go general rather than say it has to be this by this time and get attached to that outcome. Um, so you can make a vision board just with those. And he's actually doing some Hay House seminars at the moment that you can join in on. Um, for anyone who is in that position, playing the matrix, his book is really good. And so a lot of the ideas are around go general. So you choose the area creative fulfilling work as the work one. So it's almost like making a mind map with bubbles in it, with just those words. Mm. Um, and then, you know, some ideas will come up and feelings will come up and then we'll start to migrate towards that. And then take the least bad option that's available. Just take one. Because so if there are three options and one of them is terrible, one's sort of okay, but, you know, don't really want to do it. And then there's one that, yeah, I could do that now, do the one that's the one for now, because the universe comes to meet action. So when we take the step and we take the action, it, it might not look like the best job, but we make it like, you know, when I'm, I'm not serving coffee, I'm serving love. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeding families. I'm not necessarily stacking shelves or, uh, you know, being a, um, I'm not serving it until I'm actually serving people's food, which is nourishing their bodies. It's the way we think about it. And then the next good job is going to come along. Yes. Yeah. I love how you mentioned that in, in coping with it because I do find a lot of people, they get stuck in that piece. And, and first of all, you know, oh, I have this job, even though it's toxic and it's horrible and it's killing me. But, you know, and, and people tend to look at, you know, expect less and, and that there's, they're not going to be able to get something better. And whatever they're going to get is going to get worse even though what they're in, you know, it's like people can become desensitized to the toxicity that they're bathing in every single day. So I love you using that part of, you know, okay, just go with it, take action, and then change your mindset from there. In, and then, you know, something else will come from it. I love yeah. it because it gives you the opportunity for you to reinvent yourself. What, what about if it was the intention of the universe or God for you to not have that job so that you can move on with the, your new invention or your new creation or your new business or the new you, you know? Yeah. That is yeah. so important that they, and I love what you said about making an appointment with worry. So instead of being worrying all the time, I have a one o'clock Thursday night, that, that's the time I'm going to go and worry and take care of the problem. You know, and, and I always believe that you take care of the natural, which means what you can do, and then you let God or the universe take care of the supernatural. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We've got help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that can be a challenge when you're in that place where you have lost your, your job and you are, you know, you have the rent due and, and whatever. But I, I, I love, yeah, just like you said, Ida, I love that, um, that making an appointment with worry and then between now and then focus on can do. Because you can apply for jobs. You can, you know, yeah. There's still people who are hiring, even now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, Bob Proctor is amazing. And he says, uh, you know, when people say the income is this or the income is that, he'll say, well, that's your belief and that's their belief, but that's not my belief. And I'm not letting that in. Because as we know, even in any sort of economy, we can still thrive because it's our skills that are the, you know, it's our skills that are what we have. And um, the money is just a reward for that. You know, and we, we, uh, use money, not use people. And uh, I think, you know, our money is a tool. It's something we use. And, you know, so it's like, I think people who love money uh, and, and use people, they can end up quite miserable. So it's not about, um, you know, accruing money. It's about money in good hands does good things. And, you know, it's uh, so it's, it's the same with job being a status. The job's not who we are. The who we are within the job is who we'll always be. Whether the job's there or not, that person who we are in that job will always exist. So um, I love uh, Bob actually just has this amazing story. Uh, he has a prosperity book and he talks about a 333 story. And I don't know if we have time. It just would take a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so in it, he there's a big um, tornado that happens and he stops in the middle of the road with his friend, with this guy, uh, Bob Thorndale, he's called. 
and he Bob Thorndale's a radio producer in Canada at the time and uh, they're just devastated at what's happened you know millions of pounds of damage and they, they start talking and Bob Proctor said, look, this is what I do. I hold these prosperity seminars, come along. So Bob Thorndale goes along, listens to the technique, and he said, I've got it, Bob. He told Bob Proctor, he said, I've got it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have this 333. He said, I'm going to have um, get a room full of executives. He said, we're going to um, raise $3 million in three hours, and we're going to take three days to get everyone ready to be able to do this in three hours. So what they did, they had a flip chart and they said, this is can do and this is why we can't do it. And Bob Thorndale put underneath where it said, we can't, these are the reasons why we can't do it. He put a big X and everyone said, why are you doing that? Because there's lots of reasons why we can't. And he said, because if we focus there, it's not going to happen. And the, so the, he got the executives in the room and he said, every time someone comes up with an idea why we can't do it, someone shout next so they said okay then we'll you know we'll get these two radio stations and someone said no they don't get along we can't do that and everyone shouted next <laughs> and then they said um oh, we'll get these two anchors and, and someone else said they don't like each other and then it was next you know and it went on like this um, and they did in fact within three days so within three days came up with all the ideas they had 51 radio stations involved and they raised the three million dollars Wow. wow. That's what can do, can do. There you go. It's beautiful. And, Power and of the mind. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and getting together with that mindset. And so this is something that uh, I I think that today has been just so many gold nuggets about, about you know, some of the things that I'm taking away, the making the, an appointment with worry and focus on can do in between, uh, staying calm as a parent you know, getting yourself calm first and that that will then radiate to your kids and your kids do not have to be constantly busy, busy, busy all the time. Neither do you. What are some of your takeaways, Ida? Well, I love the fact the fact about making an appointment with the worry. That was like my, the best one. And the, be calm inside and make it intentional. It's not something that is going to come into you. That was one of the most, especially when you're in front of your children, you know, and yeah. how there are things inside of us that sometimes we don't even know. Yeah, are there. That's the reason why we need therapists like her. Exactly. Take the things that we don't even know that we have. Yes. That yes. Might be the, what it's hindering us to going forward in life. Exactly. And and Paula, how do we get a hold of you? So at the moment, I'm, I have a Facebook page that's under construction, but there's an email address that I'm happy to share. So um, I'm Paula Hind, just my name, lowercase. It's uh, H Y N D. 111 at gmail.com and I'm Innovate Therapy which is on Facebook so it's got a picture of a firebird a phoenix on it um, you can find me there and you can put message, post messages up there or you can send my personal email um, and yeah I can do a, an offer, a split payment offer for people, I really just want to help as many people as I can um, so if you tell me how you need it to work I'll, I'll work around that Perfect. And on our Shift Happens Facebook page, please go there, comment, ask questions, message us, let us know what your gold nuggets are. We love, love, love to hear from you. And I will also post um, Paula's contact information on there. So between now and then, uh, go ahead and shine your beautiful inner unique selves because guess what? You have unique special talents that the world needs. Yes. And remember that your mindset will be the, the way that you're going to help make shift happens in your life. Wow. It's a pleasure to talk to you, ladies. Your minds are all so powerful and you're all significant enough, lovable, and you matter. And you always did. You always have. And you always will. We play that every day for the next 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, you're worth it. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. 